and he scores on the last play of the game. Unbelievable. Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple. Yeah. We're going in time. We're going in time. In time, not time. And we get them on the runway. We're going to keep them on the run. And we're not going to pass unless our secondary comes up too close. But don't forget, man. We're going to get them on the run. We're going to go, 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 go. And we aren't going to stop until we go to our goal line. I'm not going to. So quit asking. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Spread the Field podcast. It is week 10. I am your host, Jack Gray, also known as Bets Bald on Twitter or X. Uh, find me over there for all my plays for college football. Uh, I'm also got some other random stuff in there occasionally, NFL. But if you want to find where most of my plays are tracked, uh, that's over there at the Action app, which is also tracked over there. Week 10, uh, it has flown by. Halloween has come and gone. The candy has been eaten. The cold air is here. November football is upon us, and a lot still be still to be decided. A lot of great matchups still to happen. Um, hopefully, we can find some value. We've been on a little bit of a run. Cross our fingers, knock on wood. The last two weeks, eight and four overall, um, to to crawl ourselves out of the giant hole that we were in. Uh, so let's quickly we'll quickly look at last week, and then we'll we'll hop immediately over to Papa Joe and get his his big plays for the week. And talk a little CFP before we break down week number 10. <clears throat> week number 9. Once again, another 4-2 week. Back-to-back 4-2 weeks for us. Crawling ourselves back towards the, hopefully the black. If not, at least break even. Uh, as we get closer to bowl season. Uh, overall on the year, that brings us now to 21-35-3. It's not great, folks. But if you look at where we were at our lowest, which we were down 15 units... Uh, we've gained a little over four units back. We're only down 10.8 right now. So once again, if we can just crawl back to even, I will consider that a success given how the year had started. Uh, we had six plays last week. Uh, I was not able to watch really any of them. Uh, I was up at the Notre Dame tailgate. Had a great time up there. The Irish crushed Pitt. I should have followed Papa Joe on that one. Um, but real quickly, Michigan State, Minnesota, under of 40 and a half. Uh, Minnesota made it interesting. That that got real close at the end. Uh, I think they had the ball with about four minutes left, could have scored and thankfully squandered the clock. Uh, Miami, Ohio, pl- getting getting over a touchdown against Ohio in in a battle for being on top of the MAC East. I told you, folks, you know my, Miami's playing pretty good football for the MAC. That might be one of the best teams in the MAC. Uh, I realized that they had lost their quarterback, but that did not deter this team. A touchdown was way too much. With what was on the line. Uh, Wyoming shit the bed for us against uh, Boise State. That's a tough team to kind of figure out. uh, Even though Boise was a home favorite. Uh, Air Force. I was able to watch this. Air Force in the snow. In the snow taking care of business against Colorado State. That was a fun game to watch. Uh, Colorado State student section got yelled at for throwing snowballs on the field. They had to move back 16 rows. Uh, Then um, we'll talk about it more with Papa Joe. Head-to-head, we had Stanford getting almost four touchdowns. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. We'll talk about that with Papa Joe. Finally, staying up way, way late. I did not stay up, and it did not matter. San Jose State taking on Hawaii on the island. Uh, We like the over at 58.5 there. San Jose State shuts them out 35 to nothing, handling their portion of business. But uh, Coach Chang, unfortunately, uh, uh, still still trying to get things rolling out there uh, on the island. 
So once again, four and two last week, uh, eight and four the last two weeks. Hopefully we can build on that as we finish out the last four, four weeks, four or five weeks here of the uh, regular season as we get ready for conference championships and bowl season and maybe maybe dig ourselves out of this hole come come national championship time. But without further ado, I want to give Papa Joe all the time in the world. Uh, so we're going to hop on over and discuss his plays for the week and some CFP. All right, folks, it's that time of the week, a spooky time indeed, as we invite Papa Joe back in for week, what is this, week 10, Papa Joe? Week, week 10, week 10, Jack. Hello out there in podcast land. We are coming to you live and in color from the, uh, actually the office of the uh well, it's, it's an palace. audio podcast so they can't see you either way well well we're we're in the office at the pizza palace because it is cold on the veranda tonight we got us uh some 35 degrees here at beautiful kai gamma coming georgia but uh enough about me it is college football season jack what do you got i know you got a take on the um cpf rankings because you hate that show oh it's but- awful I, I want to ask you re- real quick, what is your opinion on what's going to happen between – I've got a little trifecta for you. This isn't even horse racing. Your Dookie Dukes, Air Force Academy, and Liberty. They're all 8-0 right now, Jack. I know it's not the top story of the podcast, but just give me a quick take on that. James Madison is going to end up in some sort of bowl game because there's going to be a legal battle about it. Okay. Uh, but they they will not end up in the CFP. Uh, Liberty in the New Year's Six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Liberty's going to lose one or two stupid games, and they won't be in over there. Okay. And Air Force has the strongest chance. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Tulane's the one sneaking around. If if Air Force loses, you need Tulane to win out again and get back to uh, probably the Sugar Bowl or whatever whatever bowl makes sense for them to travel to. I will look it up, you college football historians, because I want to say back uh, over 50 years ago, I watched a New Year's Day Sugar Bowl, and I don't remember who they were playing, but the Air Force Academy were there in their powder blues looking so damn sharp with the white helmets. Look it up. I like that. So, All right, anyway, we- Jack, Real quick, I, I am still eating tonight. And what we do in the South is, I don't care what it is, if it's cardboard, if it's concrete, if it's tree bark, you know what we do? You put we butter on it? it? We bread it and fry it. Well, yeah. You yeah. You know what I'm having tonight? A big-ass bowl of crow. Because ah. I have been denied macaroni and cheese. But we'll get to that when you're ready to get to that. We'll get to that. Let's uh, let's let's run down how you did last week real quick. Uh, it was yeah. it was an, an, an interesting week overall. Uh, uh, I'm I'm trying to climb the mountain personally, but uh, let's run okay, run well, through you. Three, I believe. Uh, I've got you. Uh, what do I've got? I've got your you at two. Yeah, two and five. Two and five. Okay, we picked seven five. games. Good grief. Yeah. So, so real quick, uh, your winners were uh, the Irish who crushed, crushed. The Irish did it, it. yeah. yeah. Uh, Ole Miss managed to hold on. Ole Miss managed oh, to Ole cover. Miss look good, Brad. They, yeah. they look good. They didn't wear their uh, powder blues, but they look good. Uh, SC almost. Powder blue underwear tonight, by the oh, way. Th- thank you. Wednesday. Uh, SC almost lost outright. 
They screwed me. Actually, they fucked me over pretty good. I can't believe that, but but uh, Lincoln may be uh, he may be um, on the way out. Uh, Houston didn't score. Didn't matter how many points you gave them. Man, I you know what? I went back. I did some I did some homework. I actually looked up what K State had really actually done. They've been hot of late. They started out slow. I'm not going to go against them anymore. You talked me out of the Kansas game, but I'm not going to hold you responsible because I'm eating a big ass bowl of crow. Uh, then the uh, I prefer cornmeal as opposed to flour on the breading. By the way, your your two total plays didn't play out either. Oregon Utah didn't meet uh, forty seven and a half, and Ohio State Wisconsin didn't meet forty five and a half. So that Dude, br- that Oregon brings us scary. Oregon's getting scary. Yeah, scary that- good. Scary that bring good. that brings us to head to head. I I told you I texted you and you didn't respond. By the way, I'm very despondent about that. I said one does not simply walk into the farm in Palo Alto and cover four touchdowns. That's well, what I sent to you. Notre Dame, yeah, from all the Notre Dame games we've watched over the um, even numbered years, or it's an odd number of years. No, it's the. Um, yeah, it's the odd number of years, so the Irish still have to go back out there. Mm-hmm. We have gotten our ass kicked many times, and I should have learned the lessons. It's tough to play on the farm. It's tough it to is, play. It is. T- I, I, I told. But you know what? I'm staying away from purple. You know, the Viking, The Vikings got their quarterback hurt. I, anybody who's purple, I can smell Northwestern from here. Just stay in the water on Lake Michigan. Hey, when North, Northwestern's that, alive in the Big Ten West. Stay away from the damn color purple because it has screwed me up. Well, I told you that Washington is in complete NCAA March Madness mode. Survive in advance. That's all they're doing. Well, they got all they got cut out for because you, you know what? They play who I hate. Yeah, we oh, know. We, we know. We'll talk about that. But who who told you just who 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 told you? Who told you how it was gonna happen? You know what? You're you're kinda like you're kinda like the dog owner who hits the dog with the newspaper and he <laughs> just never gets it. And then when he poops on the carpet in the living room and you rub his nose in it, then he gets it, Kansas State. Then he gets it. Then um, he gets it. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a victory lap because you you completely misjudged Washington and Stanford. Um, but we've this got we work out because I'm watching the carbs, trying to get away from the macaroni and cheese. No pasta. There you, no there pasta. you go. No pasta. That's all right. We got we got a break. We got a brand new week. We got a brand new week. We're gonna talk about a, yeah. just just a handful of games here. I want to leave you plenty of time to go ranting and raving and take us on a a, a literary journey. going to the farm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's let's jump let's jump right in. Uh, noon. On I had Saturday. to change my highlighter today. Usually, I use green. I switched to yellow. That's how bad it's been. Noon oh. on Saturday. K State taking on Texas. K State taking on Texas. Uh, uh, Kansas I, State. Uh, Kansas State on the road well lately. Uh, Texas is laying for at home. Uh, is Quinn Ewers still out? Quinn Ewers is still out. That's why I went this way. So the kid Malik Murphy he played well. Guy, he's a big kid. Yeah, he played well. And they, and they and he played well. Yeah, but 
Kansas State on a kind of on a roll. I think um, Texas probably still win, but they're going to win by a field goal. That's why I'm going to go with the four. Um, however, I am not going to be surprised if Kansas State outright wins this game and really mucks up. You know what I was looking at, Jack? You could actually have a Big 12 team with the next four weeks of chaos be shut out of the CFP. Write it down. I'm still Write banking down. some. I, I'm still banking some. Iowa State's in the hunt. Julie's all excited about the Cyclones there. They've got a big primetime game. They've I'm got still a big primetime game against Kansas, who you talked me out of. I still think no, no. I I still think I still think somewhere. I I think the SEC is down to either one team or no teams. I still think there's enough carnage to happen there. Um, anyways, well, this I'm is the, the ACC slides in there. I, we're, we're talking Kansas State and Texas okay. right now. We're talking yeah, Kansas yeah, State yeah. and Texas. So, so I like Will Howard. I like I like to coach. They're getting four. Um, they're getting four. Um, they proved me wrong. This is a nooner. So you know, so it is the big noon kickoff. I was just checking that it is the big noon kickoff. Well, well they think uh, nobody might be watching, even though Fox is promoting it. So um, they're going to have their damper down. Look for, look for, an appearance by one. Arch Manning. I no. That would burn his red shirt. That would be, that would be a panic. They have they they have thought. no reason. They have no reason to go to him. Uh, Texas has won six straight outright. Yes. They've won. Uh, they've won. But they eight. played Houston, who you proved to me they're no good. Texas has won eight of the last ten in this series, uh, and they've covered the last three straight as well. Oh yeah, that 2013 team matches up perfectly with the Texas team in 2023. I don't know why you do that sometimes. I just it's, it's relevant information. They've won. They've won seven. They've won seven in a row. It would be relevant if we're talking about Newt Rockney and Frank Leahy, but we're not. I'm just saying it's it's relevant information. Okay, you do that. Uh, both these teams pretty pretty similar as far as uh, both averaging around 35 points a game, only giving up about 16 points a game. Uh, K State, like you said, has played. I think slightly less formidable schedule. They had the uh, the weird loss on the last second field goal to Missouri. That's their only blemish on their record. Uh, yeah, that, I was looking at that. So yeah. they, they, but they've been in the games, the games they've lost. You know, pretty good opponents. I mean, OSU, Oklahoma State, not the other one, mm-hmm. uh, playing pretty damn good lately. We'll talk about them shortly. Uh, both of them coming off of big wins, like like we talked about Houston last week, Texas beating the crap out of BYU. Um, so yeah, it'll be it, it'll BYU be it'll be interesting. Gone, by the way, where's BYU gone? By the way, I don't know. I'm don't even, care. I'm pretty sure on a mission trip. Somewhere. Packed up their salt and gone home. I think they're building houses in like Honduras or something. Um, uh, they're be- building in Fishers, Indiana. Uh, back when you were a wee little lad. But yeah, <clears throat> we don't go wee little lad because then we'll have to talk about Lad McConkey and them Georgia Bulldogs. We we'll, we'll mention that later. Uh, Texas, despite the big win last week, only 350 yards of total offense, turned the ball over twice, uh, did generate three turnovers. So that'll be something to pay attention to as, as Kansas State seems to be really hitting their stride and Texas is obviously trying to make do. 
I, I, uh, I think quarterback Kansas change State has a has the momentum as as a program in these last couple of weeks. Uh, they got a shot at their conference championship. If everybody starts piling up two losses, they're in the hunt. They are. They they're are in the hunt. Yeah. They proved they proved it last year. They're willing to mix it up. They they will. And they 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 screwed some people up here and there. So go right, that, next. That's the purple that I'm I'm gonna go with. Next, let's move on down. We've got uh, 3.30, Bedlam, in, in what could be the final iteration of Bedlam. Okay, Oklahoma, and this tra- is, Oklahoma this travels is, to Oklahoma State, where yeah. Oklahoma State is a home dog of six as of right I'm now. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the wind turbines of one Boom T. Pickens. And why did I say the wind turbines? He was all about that in the uh, 2020. 2008 election that we should go uh we should go all win of course that lined his pockets but boone t pickens and i love the mullet because he's a man he's over 50 now he's not 40 he's over 50 um they played well of late and obviously oklahoma proves that they are vulnerable vulnerable that's vulnerable for venables can you say that three times fast? Vulnerable to Venables. Venables is vulnerable to them. And I like it's it's six points. There yeah. there are road there are road six points going into uh, Stillwater. Say Oklahoma State won Stillwater this game. sounds like a drink. Have you ever noticed that? If you just say I'm I'm gonna have me some Stillwater. Well, that shit sounds like you better be pouring it over ice. Oklahoma's <clears throat> Oklahoma's won uh, most of the last 10 years of the series, say for two years ago. Yes. When Oklahoma State won, which was the last time it was in um, Stillwater uh, right now. Uh, oh, so Oklahoma State just terrible going into their bye week early in the season. They had the, the loss to South Alabama followed by the loss to Iowa State. Coming out of their bye week, though. Yeah, you lost to Julie's team. You are in trouble, man. Iowa State is not what it was back when uh, Matt Campbell, you know, his brim on his cap wasn't so tilted. So, boom, that's yeah. that's that's all you need to know. So coming out, coming out of the bye, they had the win against K State, the win against Kansas, uh, West Virginia. So they're, I mean, they're they're tearing it up. They are absolutely tearing it up. Well, let me ask you a question. Mm. When's the last time this Bedlam game was played in that 3.30 slot? That actually has something to do with it. These have usually been a night game, whether it was this this random Friday or a random Thursday, but it's usually been a night game. This is in that weird 3.30 slot. Both teams have played there a lot. They haven't played each other in that time slot a lot. I know well, you think I mean, you nothing I can tell by the look on your face. For everybody out there in podcast land, he doesn't. Well, I'm looking to because we're we're talking about you know I I associate this game with always being the week of Thanksgiving, but I'm looking and, and this this isn't completely out of the norm for them to play it this early, but it just still seems weird given how many times they normally play at the end of the year for them for this game to just fall where it's falling right now. You know what? Other than Michigan and Michigan State, which uh, Michigan State wasn't even part of the Big Ten back in the day. These rivalry games should be played late. I like them when they're late. I mean, this is still late. Yeah, this isn't. I mean, this isn't week three. It's, yeah, it's not week. It's not week three. You either play these weirdos in week one, like UK and Louisville, 
or you play him late. And this is still eight is not 10, 11, or 12. Is what, that's, that's what I'm saying. And this is the last, you know, go round for this thing for a while. So we you think. Know, the state legislature will get involved, put their asses oh. back together. So once again, we talked about Oklahoma State. Oklahoma has has played ever since that big Texas win. They had the big Texas win where they eked it out at the end. Then they had a bye week. Then they came out of the bye week and barely held on to beat UCF. And then uh, it all caught up to them last week as Lance Leipold uh, took care of business uh, out there. Got quarterback Jack, and you told me about that. Well, he and didn't play. That kid threw for some yards. Yeah, the backup played Bean. Um, played well. So you know, Oklahoma I actually turned it off. I actually turned it off, and they came back and won the damn game. Oklahoma reeling a little bit. Oklahoma State seems to have found their stride. Um, it's a rivalry game. You can throw it out. I actually kind of like this for you, Papa Joe. I'm I'm probably still going to stay away from it, but I kind of like it for you uh, with it being almost up to a full. Oh, I got I got a I got a whole list for the fans out there in podcast land. To uh, stay away from, trust me, I got right. a whole list. We're gonna do, we're gonna do one more. So once again, we give you plenty of time to to get your rants and ravings. Um, we're gonna go. I, I, will, I will do that. I will do that. Yeah. We're gonna go to the 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 battle for SEC West supremacy, at least historically. Yeah. LSU rolls into Tuscaloosa. They are getting three points. Alabama laying three points at home. Um, Brian Kelly. Nick Saban, what what more do you got to say? This this the win the I mean, the winner here is is either going to be in the driver's seat for the West or is really going to make the West super murky real quick. Oh yeah, and 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 to go historical, you know, like you always do. If you go back to the nineteen season, which that LSU team is, uh, okay, write this down, people. Do your research. And then come praise me later. The LSU 2019 National Championship team is the greatest college football team of all time. Oh, yeah. It without is. A, without a doubt. It is. Look it up. Having said that, Nick Saban lost last year. He lost in 19. So that's 22. That's 19. I didn't research because I'm just putting this together because sometimes I got to come off the cuff here. He ain't going to lose two years in a row, especially in Tuscaloosa. And I know Jalen Milrose is not, you know, Jaden Daniels, especially in the passing department. But I think they are going to do enough. They're going to run the ball as, as, as in the old NFL films with Dandy Don Meredith, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. When they had the 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 huddle, Mike, we're gonna run the ball, we're gonna pass the ball, we're going right down that field and score. And I think it'll be close. I think they'll win between four and seven, actually. I think Brian Kelly is toast for this year. Uh so LSU had the the opening week loss to Florida State on a Sunday. That was just kind of a, yep. a yep. weird game altogether. They they really have were they kinda... been on national TV since then. If you call the because the Joey thing with LA with Ole Miss was on I want to say the SEC network. So. No, that was an ESPN night game. That was an okay. ESPN yeah. Night game. So that's that uh, not so wait 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 wait. So so you had that game where they were really manhandled by Florida State, but it's week one. And then yeah, skip skip ahead. They had. 
had a couple close bouts. Uh, Arkansas has played everybody tough, but they, yeah, they lose that wild game where Kelly can't manage the clock and their defense can't stop anybody. Since then, since then they've taken on uh, Missouri, able to skate by them, which Missouri's not bad this year, uh, and then beat the crap out of Auburn. And then does Brian Kelly hate the troops? Because he laid it on thick against Army last week. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he's a uh, mamby-pamby guy from uh, Massachusetts, so he probably does. On the flip side, Bama. He looks like a Vietnam deserter to me. Bama loses. was raised in Canada. On the flip side, Bama loses to Texas. Then, yeah. then struggles with South Florida, manages to beat Ole Miss, your your vaunted Ole Miss, waxes Mississippi State, and then, uh, but their last two, th- this is what I want to get to, their last two, it's like they're playing with their food. They're playing with their food the first half of the game, and then they- Are you talking up. about one, one of those games against Joey, though? No, we're talking about Arkansas, 24-21. Oh, and then, God, what a mess. And then last, or uh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, taking on Tennessee, down 20 to seven and then outscores them 27 to nothing in the second half to, to really pull away. But they, they've got a buy. They were off last week. Uh, so that's got to bode well, but this is not a game where they can sit there and play with their food against LSU for a half and then decide that, all right, we're going to kick it in gear. I would say this is the last year because Milrow will not win that job. Even if he stays, this is the last year that Saban is going to be hard-headed and not have a guy in place who is the guy. It has cost him this year. And what I, I what I mean by that is a prototypical quarterback like like Young, somebody that can g- get it done and, and maybe go to the NFL. I think he's learned his lesson, but I think they have they have enough intestinal fortitude i don't i don't know if they do match up with these people but trust me if this game was not at tuscaloosa i wouldn't go there but here here's here's the emphasis on this game jack this game has been on cbs national tv for the last umpteen years and cbs doesn't have a night game right now so that's how important this game has always been first weekend in november LSU is going to play Alabama, and CBS is going to quit showing the pathetic shit like Big Bro- Big Brother or uh, the Great Race or whatever those stupid dumbass shows is that they have on network TV to show this football game because this football game's going to garner more ratings than any of the crap that they can um, have on television the whole damn week. Thank you for for your TV network insights, Papa Joe. Uh, I you know I, I I come back to and and as a scorned Notre Dame fan, th- this is a game where Brian Kelly probably plays really close and looks like they could get it done, but ultimately falls short. That's classic Brian Kelly coaching for you. Um, and on the flip side, you've got the the master. Uh, you know, like I've told you this before, there's nobody who knows how to throw the kitchen sink and, and the right time to throw the kitchen sink like uh, Nick Saban. And, you know, if he's got to push some buttons, if they got to do some stuff they've never done before to try to win, uh, I think I think they'll they'll easily do it. So who, who did Saban uh, coach under back in the day? In oh, I, I have no idea. One Bill Belichick. Oh, briefly. Bill Belichick, they're still tight. 
great. I'm sure they, they are. May, but I'm just saying hey, they may slow it brief. down. They may slow it down, bleed the clock, and uh, Kelly's looking for a match my score kind of game. I don't think it's going to be I, a high. Yeah, game. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. I, I mean, LSU is averaging 47 uh, points per game, so that's that's a pretty high fly. And all. yeah, I, you know that that I I think it's less. I think it's going to be less about what Al, you know. You've talked all this Bill Rowe and this that. And the other. This is going to be less about what Alabama does on offense and more about will will oh, the, absolutely. the haunted Alabama defense show up this week? That's the question. Absolutely, I think, and you will hear that from uh, one Gary. I love Brad Nestler and Gary Danielson together. Uh, that's going to be an outstanding broadcast. It is a tough, tough week on both you and I. There are forty six games on at noon. I don't have that many TVs. So it's going to be tough. You know, once I finish like four pots of coffee, getting into mode at noon, doing a little painting of the, of the uh, Kai Gamma forest, we're, you know, sprucing up the outside. And then you got a minimal schedule there at three 30 with Bedlam. And then you got some nice night games. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a good Saturday. Bam. Bam. Okay. Bam. All right. All right, Papa Joe, we're going to have whatever whatever amount of time I, I can have left on this recording, probably about 10, 10 12 minutes, whatever it is. Uh, we'll, we'll briefly, briefly go over the CFP. Do you want to uh, – give, give me your initial thoughts. Let's just start there. Um, it it, it kind of fell down, fell out where I thought it would be. I thought maybe you could put Washington in place of Florida State – uh, that BC, that BC win by two in Chestnut Hill, it's not going to look good somewhere down the line. I don't think, I really don't think. And, um, they will, I, I actually think they will get their comeuppance. They've had a lot of help from people falling apart, like, um, uh, like Miami and then North Carolina losing to those Georgia tech yellow jackets and, and, uh, Mentioning those jackets, mentioning those jackets real quick. They got a weird ass 2 p.m. kickoff. Okay. Must be on the ACC network playing Virginia and Virginia's got to give them two and Virginia sucks. The two teams that Virginia beat were little sisters of the poor and North Carolina. I don't even know how that fits together. It, it, it's really crazy. It's really crazy, which which prompted me to think tech tech at four and four might be pretty good. So I got this note the other day, Papa Joe, he have a wealth of historical knowledge. In you are cutting into your CFP football. time. You are cutting into your CFP time. I am. Okay. Point here. Look for, look for Oregon to move up. Maybe Washington to move down. Here are games to stay away. According to the CFP. Stay away from Washington, USC. They might get their come up. Not that I'm rooting for Southern Cal. I'd never do that. But it's in the Coliseum. Michigan winning by more than 32 against Purdue, even at home on national TV. I don't know. This cloud hanging over Harbaugh. Harbaugh is probably guilty as Nixon. Guilty as Nixon, okay? I just don't so care. It's be interesting. I legitimately don't. I don't care about that story at all. I I don't. I don't either. 
but you don't you're not a young football team and you ain't 20, 18 to 22 years old told you that last week and then just stay away from Cal and Oregon there's too many points there that is a super weird sorry 230 kickoff Pacific time that's weird all right, but on the rankings, what what any other thoughts here on 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 the rankings? Watch for, watch for because your guy and my guy that we can't stand, Joel Clapp, said the one two lost team that could end up getting there if they are a two lost team. Well, he mentioned Penn State. Oh, that's good lore. Yeah, he you mentioned can't, that. you can't make an entire season on the two losses you have against the only two teams you play. Uh, exactly, exactly, and um, I don't think it could happen with two losses. But I, I do think somebody could back in with one loss without winning the the West, which would be Joey Freshwater and my Ole Miss Rebels. Look for them to come out though. If they wore powder blue hats and powder blue jerseys against Texas A and M. But that's a new. I don't, I don't think there's a scenario. Well, I don't think there's a scenario where they can get there without winning the West to one loss. No, no, they they well the the tiebreaker thing is really weird. Um, which if if Alabama had one loss and they had one loss, they could sit there with one loss. Alabama could get beat by Georgia, even though Ole Miss beat Georgia, and that would be the caveat. That's really, really. That's some grassy knoll shit right there. No, but they, but they, but that's the issue. The issue, the issue is they'd have the head-to-head loss with Alabama, and because I think because, but but because Georgia's on the other side, I don't, I don't think it helps them. Well, that's true. Alabama would have to lose to Auburn. I, I do need to throw that in there. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think Alabama lost to Auburn or LSU. Ole Miss doesn't get there unless they unless they win unless they they win out essentially. Not only do they have to win out, they have to beat Georgia in the. Uh, well, that's what I mean. No, no but, well, but okay, yeah, the, well, yeah, they'd have to they'd have to do the. They're sitting at number. Hey, they're sitting at ten right now. So there's yeah, gonna but be that th- and this is th- th- I I've seen I've I've seen less scummy. I've voted in less scummy elections. Than what this committee propagates as a, an assessment of college football. This Dude, is like I, a bunch I, of I, TV I, writers. This is like a bunch of of C level TV writers sitting in a room for a sci fi channel movie, trying to come up with a fucking plot. Where ah, oh, we're just gonna we're gonna change this plot hole here and cover up this plot hole there, and the criteria changes, you know, from week to week, day to day, team to team. It's complete garbage. It's complete crap. Bring me back the BCS computers. Well, it'll get to that because AI is coming. But worse than that, it's a bunch of athletic directors, and you're being led by a guy named Boo, Boo Corrigan. Well, I was scared Boo. yesterday. That's for sure. I he I was scared. Boo. So um, anyway, you know, I'm all about I'm all about Joey and the and the, and the powder blue. However, did anybody see that UCLA game? Uh, in the we're, talk, we're talking rankings, Papa Joe. I thought I'd get more out of you talking rankings. All right, look, this is definitive for Texas and Oklahoma you, as far as the ratings. One, the, they're either in or out this week to stay in that top 
10, top 12, whatever. Well, uh, it is. Yeah, obviously. So it's obviously jo- Joey's got an easier path, although you never know what's I love up. how you Joey's got an easier path. Joey's Ole Miss is out. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna break the bad news to you now, Papa Joe. Ole Miss is out. They'd have to beat Georgia twice, they're out. Well, if they gotta beat them twice, yes, they are. They're out. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, um I I think I think that's your I think that's your contenders right there. You need like once we once we shake out the um here, here here's all you need to know. Well, see, Southern Cal could mess up a lot of people, and so could Oregon. Okay, so okay. Could, okay. Wait, no, so no, no, no. Let's okay, let's okay, let's let's get to Oregon. Utah well, and Southern Cal. Hold on, hold on. Let's get to Oregon. Oregon, Oregon has Cal and USC yeah. at home. Then they yeah. go on on the road to Tempe, which that's been weird this year for whatever reason. Arizona State Arizona's not getting good. better. They're getting they're, better. They got a guy not, named Fish. They're not good. They're not good at all. And then and then good, they have getting better. The last iteration of the Civil War as we know it right now, um, in in Eugene as well. So three of their last four games are at home. They they play Cal, SC, Oregon State. Now SC is probably not going to be a marquee win. Beat Southern Cal. Very, yeah, yeah, they're not going to be a marquee win. Uh, real quick here. Um, no, no, but that's, they, just, that's just how it's going to be. They can stir the. They can stir but, the. <laughs> what they need, they need Oregon State to basically stay, uh, stay status quo until they get to that game, and then you well, set up, Oregon you set up. They prove that they could be, um, not your best friend. And see, that and, that, but, and that's where the, they, see it's it's the Pac-12 yeah. is going to eat itself alive. Oregon State has has Washington and Oregon on the schedule. It, it, the Pac-12 is yeah, just going to eat they, itself they alive. Yeah, they're going to have you know three or four losses by by that time. So, so or Oregon's that's not going to help Oregon. That's not going to help Oregon a bit. If you're if you're in the Pac-12, you need uh, or if you want the Pac-12 in, Oregon's got to win out, and Washington has to win out. And they have to meet each other uh, for the winner of that game to go. Um, this yeah, is all. I think, that, I think that's the best scenario. This is already this this whole rankings time. crap. This whole rankings crap is set up for a couple of things here. They that the uh, ACC is going to get a free ride. That, that that does not matter. Florida State wins. They're going to play some some chump. Who, who are they going to play? Going to play Louisville. Look, look uh, UNC thought that when they went into um, Charlottesville, or maybe they lost at home. I forget what it was. Yeah, but UNC's. I UNC's would never a say never program. because Miami Miami has crapped the bed. North Carolina has but crapped the bed. Duke is done. The, Florida State's got all, the to play. This is all set up. Flor- Florida State's going to coast in because they're going to play nobody the rest of the way. They'll play Louisville in the title game. Whoop-de-doo. All right, no one cares about that. Ohio State's going to lose to Michigan. Ohio State's going to lose to Michigan, not playing the conference champion, and still be like number three in this fucking thing. So I, I didn't need these rankings to tell me that. You could have just written it down for me. But Ohio State's going to lose. They're not going to play in their conference championship game, and they're going to be ranked number three, just like last year. Get case, case, case closed. So right, you're, well, you're, let's you're, say, you're saying everything is status quo, and that makes Georgia uh, – does that make Georgia undefeated? Georgia's undefeated. Okay. That makes Alabama a two-loss team. Yeah, Alabama's out. Ole Miss is a two-loss team. LSU is a two-loss team. So nobody goes from there but Georgia. 
Yep. So okay. it's 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 Georgia. Okay. It's who, Georgia. Who wins? Who wins the the Big Twelve? It doesn't matter. They're out. They're out. The Big Twelve is out. Yeah, because Ohio State's already ranked number one right now. Big Twelve's out. You're telling me that this thing is going to end up with one SEC, one ACC, and two Big Tens. Are you saying two Big Tens are going to be there? Unless unless Washington manages, it's it's going to take an act of God because it's it, with Ohio State opening up at number one here. Make sure we're we're not going to run out of time. Ohio State opening up at number one. We got two minutes here. Uh, yeah. It's going to take an act of God for them to completely fall out, because the best the best case team to get in is an undefeated Washington, which would get in over Ohio State, and then you have a one loss Oregon going up against a one loss Ohio State if Oregon wins out, and that's where you're going to have a real tough time keeping Ohio State out and jumping Oregon up. So you're saying if Oregon goes into the conference championship playing Washington and Washington's undefeated, both of them don't go in. Unless Washington wins. I think you could, I think the, I think an undefeated. I mean, Oregon wins. And so Oregon has one loss. Washington has one loss. Washington's out. Has one loss. Michigan's undefeated. Georgia's undefeated. You're saying Ohio State's still in. If, if Washington loses against Oregon, because Oregon will have, Fixed its problems. I I I I think it's a it's a better conversation because I Oregon you could say had one loss and it was a three point loss that they then rectified, but <clears throat> I it's it all depends on what happens uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Close, as they like to say. What all right, we it? are we are up against time. You have any final thoughts here, Papa Joe? Yeah, stay away from those games I told you to stay away from. And, uh, you know, go Cyclones. Um, but I think they got a big one against Kansas. That's going to muck up the uh, Big 12. And uh, watch out for those SMU Mustangs. So, anyway, from the from the office of the Kai Gamma Force, we couldn't be out on the veranda. We are drinking Falstaff. Love college football. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you, Papa Joe. Thanks for stopping by. Okay. As always, folks, we appreciate Papa Joe taking the time out to uh, provide us with uh, his analysis and colorful uh, descriptions of the games, as well as uh, what he may or may not be wearing. Um, and I'm not—I'm not, I'm not going to let him forget the Stanford one for a while. I—he—he he thinks he knows college football, and he knows a lot, especially historically. But he sometimes lets that cloud cloud what's going on on the field. Uh, the eye test, as the god-awful committee likes to say. Uh, so we're back here in week number 10. We've got six more plays this week. Uh, you, there were a couple other things I was leaning towards. I, I wanted to put a play on on Kansas State uh, the way Papa Joe did, but that just, you know, that line has come so far down. Uh, I think it opened five and a half, it's down to four. A uh, couple other things that, you know, kind of looked interesting, but but couldn't ultimately get there. But we do have six. Six we like that we can hopefully continue to build our way back up. Let's start at noon in Big Ten country. We've got the Cornhuskers going into East Lansing to take on the Spartans. Uh, Nebraska's quietly quietly had a decent turnaround here under Matt Rule. Uh, Matt Rule back in college. He may be the guy to get Nebraska you know, back to some somewhat relevance. Um, 
you know, he he's done it before at Temple and Baylor. It's never been really flashy. I think that's the one thing. I he's got to he's got to eventually get some skill players and get the offense going. But you know, as far as Big Ten West football, they're right there in the thick of it. Uh, the Big Ten West on the whole is just a mess. You know, uh, Nebraska's not doing a whole lot on offense, playing pretty good defense. Michigan State is, is trying to tread water, really just kind of falling apart. They got blown out by Michigan a couple weeks ago. Uh, tough loss to Minnesota last week. We had the under there where they just couldn't do anything. Um, <clears throat> but Nebraska comes in here as a three-point favorite on the road. Um, once again, averaging only 20 points per game on offense, uh, but not giving up a ton on defense. Mission State averaging only 18 points on offense. So you would think the under might be in play. That is way down to 34. And I think given what Nebraska has done uh, the last couple of weeks against Purdue, uh, going back to their game against Illinois, you know, I, I think there's at least potential here for them to uh, put up a tad more offense, not a ton, but a tad more offense against a reeling Michigan State team. Uh, Michigan State has been no slouch themselves, uh, but they've been plagued by turnovers uh, more than anything the last whew, last five games. Uh, so if Nebraska can generate a bunch of turnovers, that can give them some free points as well. Uh, in this series, since Nebraska has joined the Big Ten, Nebraska has covered all but one game. Uh, you got to go back to 2013. These teams do not meet a lot, uh, even though they've been uh, Big Ten foes now for wow, over 10 years, 12 years. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Nebraska, the three here. I think that's very coverable. Michigan State's reeling. Uh, give me the Cornhuskers. Big red. Next, we uh, stay at noon, uh, but we go down to South Carolina. Notre Dame taking on Clemson in a nooner. Who would have thought that would have been the case at the beginning of the year? I'm personally okay with it. Notre Dame's played their, their fair share of night games. Uh, the Irish come in as a three-point road favorite, making Clemson a home dog. Uh, Irish have covered uh, six games against the number this year. Clemson's only covered two. That tells you how their season is going. Uh, Clemson just, I don't, they're not in free fall mode, but I mean, you look, go back to the, you know, they opened the season with the loss against Duke, which was ugly. Try to recover from that. Play close against Florida State. That game went to overtime, <clears throat> took care of business against Syracuse. And then since then, five point win over Wake Forest at home. Loss against Miami, who's very Jekyll and Hyde, and then lost last week against North Carolina State, who Notre Dame handled way back in that rain game by uh, what about eighteen points? Some you know more than more than that. Jeepers, uh, twenty-one points. <clears throat> Bottom line, the Irish I think are building some momentum. Obviously, I say that as a little bit of a homer, uh, but ever since they got through that rough gauntlet of night, big time Super Bowl type games. Uh, they managed to put it together, took care of uh, USC on the back of the defense. Uh, on the back of the defense as well last week, took care of Pittsburgh. However, the offense showed up later in the game, which was nice to see uh, as they slapped, slapped the Panthers around. Uh, Clemson possibly without Will Shipley this week. Uh, just not getting not getting a ton for Clay Club, uh, Clubnick. Dabo Sweeney's uh, deflecting questions on radio shows. I, I think there's... There's a lot that kind of brings this this whole season to a head for Clemson, and that is they they are probably going to struggle to be bowl eligible, and Dabo's going to have to seriously reevaluate the trajectory of this program at the end of the offseason. This does not seem to me like the type of program that's going to all of a sudden rally here in the final stages of the season when they've got a ton, a ton of rough games ahead, um, including South Carolina, 
Uh, I believe they still have, they've got uh, even weeks Georgia Tech and North Carolina. So I, I just, I don't see this team rallying to come back around. I, I think maybe, you know, I, I think if anything, the game could be close because Notre Dame's offense starts slow again. Uh, but Notre Dame has been willing to uh, push the rock the last few weeks uh, to somewhat better success. Um, and then if that can open up some some passing lanes, it'll be interesting because they no longer have uh, Mitchell Evans. He's done for the year. So where does Sam Hartman go? Um, but it's the defense. It's the Notre Dame defense that I think is going to be able to to keep Clemson down uh, and, and give themselves the decided edge in the game. Give me the Irish. <clears throat> Army taking on the Air Force Academy football at altitude. Uh, it's cat service Academy football folks. We're taking the under here, uh, total, uh, set at 32 and we're taking the under, uh, the army played, uh, I'm sorry. Army has not played, uh, any other service Academy air force played Navy back on October 21st, uh, 17 to six game. These teams know each other. They know each other. Well, they know what they want to do. They want to run. They want to control the clock. They want to punt. And that is what's going to happen here. Uh, looking over the pat this this game specifically has gone under two three four five six seven eight nine ten straight years folks ten straight years of unders i i just an an army army is struggling right now they got waxed uh by lsu last week air force has been pretty good uh they've been able to put up some points on people but i think army's only chance is to slow this game down that's what they want to do so uh, I like it for a slow plotting play, pace, uh, each team trying to stop the other's run game, and uh, for Air Force to uh, ultimately help. I think Air Force wins, but I think helps depress the scoring with long, sustained drives. All right, uh, another ugly, ugly under. This is where they actually play traditional offense, allegedly. Iowa goes into Northwestern. Uh, this opened as what was the lowest total ever, depending on where you looked, under 30. Um, right now it is sitting at 30 and a half. Uh, so those 29s or 29 and a half got sapped up real quick. Uh, Iowa can't play offense and Northwestern sometimes play offense, sometimes plays offense, but it's usually only when the other team can't play defense. Iowa can play defense. I, you know, as much as we crap on Iowa, I think they could seriously win an entire schedule of games nine to six if they wanted to. Uh, so that's where I, I like I like the scoring depressed here. I, I'd be I'd be ashamed of myself if I didn't hop on an under in in this Big Ten West matchup of such distinguished offensive uh, ineptitude. So we will take the under here of thirty and a half. Moving out west, uh, another team climbing the favorites of the podcast. UNLV Rebels go on the road to Albuquerque, taking on New Mexico. They are a ten point favorite on the road. Um, six and two overall, seven and one against the number, uh, covering all but uh, two weeks ago against Colorado State, where we had them. Uh, played a tough game last week against Fresno State. Uh, New Mexico three and five on the season, uh, not playing their best ball. Not not the worst New Mexico teams we've seen here recently, but not playing their best ball. Um, just really can't can't stop anybody. The offense is middling, um, but they they certainly don't have the uh, the balanced attack the way that uh, the Rebels have. Uh, really, like I said, really just becoming a pro Rebels podcast. Uh, I think, uh, I, I mean, I think UNLV is trying to to really establish themselves, assert themselves as a legitimate contender every year in the Mountain West Conference. Uh, UNLV has covered 
the last three on the road in Albuquerque. Uh, Ten seems like a lot, but when you kind of do some cross-comparison of of who these teams have played, UNLV's played the much tougher schedule. Uh, New Mexico just lost to Nevada last week by 10, and UNLV played Nevada three weeks ago and beat them by 18. So I like the Rebels here uh, laying the 10 points. Uh, finally, we're going to go out to a weird matchup. We're going to go back and poke the Washington Huskies again as they go into uh, Pasadena, or not Pasadena, uh, uh, Los Angeles to take on the Trojans of USC. Uh, we're rooting for points here, plain and simple. Washington is playing this survive and advance game, which is what I tried to tell Papa Joe. Uh, but throughout that, they've been able to still maintain their offense somewhat. Obviously, Arizona State had them under control. But, you know, USC doesn't play defense. Even if they tried to game plan, I don't think that they could control or, or um, uh, suppress the Washington offense. The Washington defense, on the other hand, has been a major, major problem. Uh, they have, obviously, last week given up 33 to Stanford, um, gave up points to Oregon. Uh, you know, they've, they've just let these teams kind of hang around and have not been very good. So USC, you know, and it depends on what, what USC team shows up. I will say that. If USC has really packed it in, we'll know here. We will know in this game if USC has completely packed it in on the season. But they should be able to score if they come out and run their typical offense. They won't be able to stop anybody, but they should be able to score. Uh, USC's averaged 46 points per game uh, on the season. Washington, 40 points per game. So uh, total here set at 76.5, and we're going to take the over, rooting for them points. All right, uh, quickly, we'll recap what we just ran through. I know you just heard it, but just so we have it officially. Uh, Nebraska uh, giving three points to Michigan State on the road. Notre Dame on the road giving three points to Clemson. We like them. Uh, The total in the Army Air Force game, Service Academy, we are taking the under of 32. Uh, Iowa Northwestern opened historically low uh, it's currently sitting at 30 and a half. We're going to take the under in that one. Uh, UNLV on the road against New Mexico. They're 10 point favorites there. We're going to lay those 10 with the Rebels. And Washington taking on USC. Total there set at 76 and a half. And we're going to take the over. We think uh, neither team's going to be able to play defense. Uh, yeah, we ran through it. You know, obviously we spent a lot of time with Papa Joe uh, this week. Hopefully we can continue to build on. Back-to-back four and two weeks, eight and four overalls. We uh, we hopefully ride a, a November uh, back towards the black. Uh, we'll be back in black, hopefully. Uh, guess maybe, maybe we'll sprinkle some ACDC in here until I get a, a cease and desist letter. Uh, but yeah, on the weekend, not a ton going on. Nothing crazy. Uh, no games, no tailgates to attend. Uh, so I'll hopefully be able to watch some of these. I'll probably definitely have these noon games on. Notre Dame for sure. Uh, Nebraska. And then maybe watch some ugly football in the middle of the day with the uh, Service Academy game in Iowa Northwestern. Uh, so, yeah, so pretty pretty typical, chill uh, TV watching college football Saturday. Um, follow us. Like I said, uh, share this around with people, uh, people you think might find it interesting or people who are who are gambling. You know, it's, it's growing every day, moving to different states. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, follow me on Twitter. Uh, I play put all my spread the field plays there as well as some other plays. So have a good week 10, everybody.